What's it gonna take for you to finally break up with your bullshit? Think what you could do if you could only break up with your bullshit. Oh. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Break Up With Your Bullshit podcast. My name is Michelle Aiken. I am a coach for creative people who need a kick in the tuchus. And I have been doing that for almost nine years now. So as a result of coaching creative people and also being a creative myself, I'm a writer, I'm a singer-songwriter, I've met a lot of really interesting people who have stories that I think will both inspire and challenge people to think bigger, to see themselves as greater than they typically would, potentially, from listening. So the jingle that you just heard is one that I made because I reached out to one of those people, those uh, creative people that I know who are pretty prolific and inspiring, and I said, hey, will you write a jingle for my podcast? Uh, And this friend of mine was too busy but said to me, you're a musician. You can do it. And I was like... That's true. I'm only just starting to learn all this stuff, so that makes me want to throw up in my mouth a little, but uh, sure. So I finally did it, and uh, it's it's fun because I'm actually learning how to break up with my own bullshit through making this, which I think is ideal. I think it's ideal when the thing that you're making is also teaching you something, and um, I think the best art does that. So today, I have a really exciting first guest. His name is Ming Chen. He is the owner of a shared universe podcast studio. He's also, uh, uh, he, he self-titles himself the Asian one on AMC's Comic Book Men. And he's a huge comic book nerd and has a really cool story about how he got to work with Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck and others and how he launched his entire career based on making something about a movie that he really loved and putting it in out into the world and having people see it and people, so many people saw it that it got to Kevin Smith. So he tells a really awesome story about that. And, and we also jam on his projects and what bullshit he's still on. So it's a really cool episode. I hope you enjoy it. And this has been an introduction. Here we go. Break up with your bullshit. Hello, Ming. Hello, Michelle. Thanks for being here. Anytime. I'm always here for you. You know that, right? I do know that. You say that a lot. Yeah, um, I mean uh, it, too. Yeah. You're, you're a cool friend. You immediately go right to, like, hey, I'll do anything for you. And I'm like, oh, you're like me. Yeah. Yeah. I, we need, I mean, I don't want to brag or nothing, but we need more people like us in the world. I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, so um, this is the first ever episode of Break Up With Your Bullshit. I love it. I love the name. I love the concept. I love the philosophy. Thanks. I love the inspiration. And I can't wait to talk about this because I think uh, everybody out there needs to break up with their bullshit. It's very true. And I am full of bullshit. If <laughs> I think I think a lot of people are. But you know, I, I think that's that's one of the funny things is that uh, there's this there's this perception that if you've done a lot and if you if you've uh, achieved a lot in life that you've completely rid yourself of any sort of bullshit, and it's not true. Oh, absolutely so not. One of the things I want to discover when I talk to people is what what bullshit are you still on? You know, and not not yet, not yet. Because okay. I want to talk about. <laughs> I was like, I have a, to jump I know, out of the cake already. I know, I know. I feel like that's like the punchline after. Sure. Um, so people get that even if you've achieved a lot, you sh- you're still human, right. and you still, you know, there's still limitations and limiting beliefs and stuff like that. So, um, I'd love to start by talking about how we know each other. Oh. So, what do you remember about how we know each other? I uh, remember. So, there's a networking group out here, and we gotta give a big shout out to the uh, Shore Hustle. Shore Tip, Hustle. Uh, networking group out here. What? Bar none. I'm not, and I'm not even a member, so I'm not biased at all. But one of the best networking groups I've ever well, been. Well, thank you. Somewhat associated with. Yeah. And I remember. Um, I, I didn't. I never actually joined because there was uh, the time commitments. I was traveling. You're always a lot. gone. You're so, never around. It's a uh, weekly commitment, y'all. Yeah, which I just couldn't commit to. Like I knew that off the bat. So I was like, "Listen, guys, you guys are amazing. Uh, I love you guys, but I, you know, I can't be here every week." Yep. Um, but they would always keep me in mind for these kind of one-off events, uh, networking events. And I remember there was there was some kind of Christmas breakfast. I, yeah, we have. Well, we meet at seven a.m., so it was around the holidays. Yeah. So we had a holiday breakfast party, and it was. Um, it may have may have even been the first time I went. 
Oh. Yeah, I wasn't a member yet. And oh. and uh, I was telling somebody there, oh, yeah, I, I did YouTube mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And he just goes, you got to meet Ming. Ming? And, like, brought like brought me to you because wow. he was like, oh, you're the same. You should talk to each other. <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. That was very true. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... I think I was introduced to you, and you were. I think you were immediately like, "Yeah, I love Harry Potter." I was like, "Oh, that's that's." I think I, think I like this girl. <laughs> that was yeah. right around the time that I got my tattoo. Yeah, um, um, but you were like delightfully nerdy, which is oh, thanks. You know, always a great quality. Agree. And um, you make friends instantly that way. Whereas twenty years ago, when I was a kid, when you were delightfully nerdy, you got no friends. Uh, yeah, but I think that's what gives us character now. Oh, is for that sure. We were uh, not very accepted, and and I don't know what it's like for kids now because you can kind of get online and find your people. You and, can, and we didn't have that. No, we I mean, didn't. We had to create that. Yeah, very isolating. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I thought you were pretty cool off the bat. Well, thanks. So. And I was excited about that because I I knew that you were in some way connected with Kevin Smith, who was a hero of mine, <laughs> and I was just like. What? How do, I need to I, I instantly got after I met you, I was like, okay, I need to talk to him because I want to understand like how how that happened. Yeah. So I asked you to lunch and, and you brought me for my first ramen. Yes. Pho. Oh yeah, no, pho. you're right. It was pho. That's big, right. Big difference. Big difference, big, big difference. difference. I forgot. Yeah. I, I You're about to start I, a war between Japan wait, wait, and wait. Vietnam now. I forgot. You forgot? Yeah. That's uh, uh I'll forgive you. <laughs> Please forgive us, everyone. Yeah. Uh, but it was wonderful and uh, mesmerizing. And the whole time I was at lunch with you, I was like, I wish we were recording this. Oh, because yeah. Because I want to tell people what you told me. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I told you. I don't you, remember but. either, but <laughs> I, I trust that it will be interesting. Yeah. You know, so I kind of, j- I feel like I just asked you, like, so what's what's your deal? Like, I think, yeah, I think that's that's <laughs> the question on most people's lips is like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, how did what you. What is your life? Right, and I can't even explain it. Yeah, it's to hard. be honest with you. But um, I, I, I relate. I get that. Yeah, somehow I got a job with Kevin Smith, which led me to podcasting. And the podcasting led to seven seasons on a reality TV show called Comic Book Men uh, on the AMC network that aired after The Walking Dead. Like this is not th- these are not things that I planned out at right. all. So <laughs> they not things that I had on any kind of bucket list right. or anything. It just happened. What and did, what did you? have planned in your head you know what that's a great question because i i don't you know some people have like the five-year plan or they know what or maybe they know somewhat what they want to do i i I, (laughs) I, through most of my life i did not so i guess i didn't either but i knew like mm, i knew what i didn't want to do Right. You know? Uh, well, yeah, I, and I, I only knew what I didn't want to do by watching the movie Say Anything. It's like, I don't want to buy anything bought or sold, or, <laughs> like, I don't want to buy any products bought, sold, or whatever that speech is. Like, that I knew that. And then um, I knew my first job was for a nonprofit. Then I entered the corporate ro- world, and I, and I quickly realized I didn't want to do that either. What, what, are, what did you do? Uh, I, uh, I graduated. So this, this all... My professional life stems in uh, like web design. I mm-hmm. learned very early on how to build websites back in 1994. So if you go w- back to that era, there was no Amazon, no Google. There, Google didn't exist. There was no. no Facebook, no Instagram, no TikTok. That was the days no when Twitter. I, if I liked a song on the radio, I had to sit with my boombox and yep. wait. Yeah. For it to come on. And then Napster came along. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I went nuts when Napster came on. Oh, yeah. So on. did I. I went nuts. Yeah. I was like, wait, I could download any song I want for free? I this did. Is crazy. Yeah, I, I downloaded every... And my dad built computers for us all. We all had our own computer. <laughs> awesome. He was Earth. I was, I think, Neptune. Mm-hmm. But we all had our own Oh, your network planet. names. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and great. The, yeah, I had, I, I had that when other kids who were rich, mm-hmm. and I was not, had, like, a family computer. Right. I had... My, my own, own computer because my dad built it baller yeah yeah so i learned how to build websites super early on um that led me to i and i did this in college so instead of going to class i was building websites that's how you know what you're supposed to be doing it's what I think you do it when you're trying to avoid things. i think it is and kids are like hey you know what are, i'm going to college for this do you think that's a good idea i was like listen you may go to college thinking you want to do that and you'll discover something completely different. Totally. Follow that. Right, 100%. Follow that, because it worked for me, so. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so basically, I, I, I was like, wow, I think there's there might be a future in this internet thing. And uh, 
Uh, you know, websites were not prominent back then. Like right. every business did not have a website back then. So no, I kind of saw no. that maybe this would be the future. Uh, like I remember the first time this travel agency was like, hey, we, we heard you build websites. I'm like, yeah, why? Like we'll we'll give you a hundred bucks to build one for us. I'm like, you're gonna pay me? <laughs> this thing Holy I'm crap. doing for fun because I'm a yeah, freaking nerd. Yeah, you're and give that me money? yeah. So I kind I guess I kind of learned use that for the rest of your life. Even right. um, you know, may, do whatever you like doing for fun, and then uh, get money out of it that yes. way. That way, it doesn't feel like work. It's right. I mean, it still does sometimes. I find like like there's work, but then there's yeah. like. Because everything feels well, like work. Anyone who's yeah. written a book right. or like, you know, yeah. there comes a point when you don't, you just don't feel like doing it. Yeah. Well, but when clients get demanding, then you're like, why am I too. doing this? But that too. Yeah. yeah. So um, once I find out people were paying for this, I was like, I got to get out of college. I got to graduate now. What's the quickest way out of here? Yeah. And I, st- I went to my advisor. He was like, well, uh, based on what you, you're doing now, you could get a degree in communications and be out in six months. I was like, all right, done. What do I, tell me the classes right. I have to take, and then what you know, sign whatever paper you need to sign off on that. So that's what happened, and I was right about the job. I got hired literally two weeks after I graduated. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like a real job, like health benefits, all this stuff that I wasn't <laughs> used to. A salary. Um, what was your salary? Do you remember? Oh yeah, it was thirty-five thousand. Nice. Not bad. I mean, yeah, not bad for a starting job. Like full sure. health benefits. Yeah. Um, very good company. And uh, yeah, I, I, and I, I didn't even know what was going on, but based on what I was doing and how early on it was, I think they saw, I was like, well, this guy built websites. That's what we need. Well, what, we'll throw, we need him now. Right. Yeah. So I remember I went to the, the interview and before the interview, I got an email from the guy interviewing me. He was like, hey, we'll do the interview at like 4.30 and then uh, we're going to take you out to dinner afterwards. And I'm like, okay. And then I was thinking, like, well, what if I suck? What if the interview goes wrong? They were just banking on you. They're right. like, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you in don't invi- invite a guy after an, to dinner after an interview unless you you really want him to work. Yeah. So unless it was a total disaster, uh, which it wasn't. It wasn't great though. I didn't really prepare for this interview. Did I thought, you, and you needed to be. I guess not. But I could have. I could have. I, sure. I now looking back, I I, I could have been a little more. Could have answered questions with a little more confidence. Sure. It was my first job though. So. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and they weren't hiring me to do public speaking. They were hiring no. me to sit behind a computer and, and build websites. So, um, yeah, so that, that, that got me into my professional career. Yeah. The, the, uh, the first job was great. It was for a, a nonprofit corporation in the uh, Virginia area, um, helping other in- Internet entrepreneurs find each other. Mm. Uh, the problem was, though, I was totally not into this. Right. Yeah. Um, however, at this point, I had started doing stuff on the side for Kevin Smith. And I got connected with him because I made a, a fan website for his first movie, Clerks. Wait, you got to start back at okay. that you were working at a video place, weren't you? Or oh, the, yeah, you yeah, took yeah. the video out? Start there. Yeah. Um, when I was in college, I worked, uh, I, I got this, I was looking for like a job where I didn't have to work very much. And I got hired at this little dumpy video store at the inside of the student union. And... It was so dumpy, like, oh, we only had one copy of whatever movie was available. It's <laughs> kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, because there wasn't enough room. And, and um, back then, the the direct-to-rental market, like, each, every video was, like, 100 bucks. So yeah. our, our owner didn't want to buy, like, five copies. Yeah. We weren't Blockbuster. Right, right, right. And that, and that really worked out for them, Rest too, in didn't peace. It? Rest in peace. Yeah, well, actually, there's one Blockbuster There's left. one in, uh, up in Alaska yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but one day, this movie Clerks came in, and uh, somebody told me it was funny. And uh, I didn't really care that it was funny. It took place, it was shot in New Jersey, which yes. um, the girl I was dating at the time was from New Jersey. So I was like, oh, maybe I can watch it and then make fun of her. And then maybe <laughs> later on we could watch it together if it's a good movie. So, so I took it home that night and my brother was home. I was like, hey man, you wanna watch this? You're not doing anything. And we popped it in the VHS player, hit play. And I was trans, like it changed my, it literally changed my life, this yeah. movie. But I think it had that effect on a lot of kids, and yeah. I maybe it did for me because I grew up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and so it was like, wait, that's that's like by me, like yeah. that's that's oh my gosh, and <laughs> Leonardo, I think I know where that yeah. is. Yeah, and and then every every kid that I knew that was into film, they were into film because of Kevin Smith. Yeah. They were into film because of Clerks, and we were like making our own movies yeah. because of that. 
Yeah, I yeah I didn't know much about film, but I, all I knew was that this guy's dialogue was unlike anything I'd ever yeah. heard before. Like this guy, this, the the characters in the movie talk like me and my friends do. And what I think the thing that really struck me was like, holy crap, he's talking. He there's a whole like nine minute joke about stormtroopers changing out toilets in the Death Star. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> talking about Star Wars. And it's like every nerdy conversation they've ever had yeah. in a in a closed room where no one's listening, but yeah. in a movie. Yeah, and I don't think people realize this now, but in 1994, no one was talking about Star Wars. Mm. Uh, Return of the Jedi came out in '83, and then there was this big no, nothing happened until the late '90s. Yeah. So, except for me and my friends, we would <laughs> we watch Star Wars constantly and quote it. Dude, can I tell you my so? My mom always told me, you won't like Star Wars. She, she, she like, wouldn't let me watch it because she was like, nah, you won't like that. And I didn't like, I didn't like that she said that to me. Mm-hmm. And we had the box set of the trilogy. I was born in 85. Right. So, you know, it was all out. And I, I remember I took the trilogy mm-hmm. and I went into my room and okay. I put the first one on. Yeah. And I literally sat down in, on the floor in front of the TV and watched the whole first one. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. Took the second one, put it in. Wow. Fell asleep watching it. Woke up, finished it, watched Jedi, one, yeah. and then I was just like, "You're in." Oh my gosh! Yeah. I can't believe she wouldn't let me watch this. This is the best thing ever. Yeah, and I don't remember how old I was, but yeah, it does that. That's to so you. cool. Yeah, but this uh, this movie Clerks was kind of like that. I yeah. became obsessed with it. I was just the 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 dialogue. I I think when you discover something cool and new, you want other people to love it too. One hundred percent. So you start telling everybody about it. The right. problem with Clerks is it's a low budget. Yeah, black and white movie shot. It's a in tough sell. Grainy sixteen millimeter. It was the extremely tough sell. I wanted all my friends to watch it so we could talk about it, and they're like, "Well, well what's what's it about?" It's like, about two uh, dudes at a convenience store. Yeah. There's okay. Not and much plot. Uh, right. Is that you know? And it's like, well, there are a couple of these weird stoners named Jane Saw and Bob. They hang out outside. They're in there too, and they're like, "Well, anything else?" Um, I'm like, "No, that's pretty much it." They would look at the box. They're like, "Is this in black and white?" I'm like, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not watching this. Yeah, it's I'm almost like, like asking someone to watch a foreign film. Yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah. They were like, is this an art film? I'm like, <laughs> in a way, yes, it's very artsy, but in a yeah. di- w- in a New Jersey way. Yeah, like sure. it's scrappy. You know, you got to get a film done. Film is yeah. expensive. You get it in black and white. Yeah. And I can't, I can't blame them. 1994 saw movies like Shawshank Redemption, Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. Stargate. Those, these are the the movies. Shawshank's my, one of my all time favorite. movies. Oh yeah, top five, yeah. definitely. And these are the movies they wanted to go see. And I was like, all right, I, I get it. But I, I was screaming yes. to connect with somebody else about this movie. Um, but I was learning to build websites at the same time. I was like, why don't I just throw up a, like a fan website? What was it like? Like, what was the website like? It's still it's, oh, still, it's there. still there. That's if amazing. you look up Clerks Kevin Smith website, he insisted that I keep it the same oh my God. as I built it back in '95. <laughs> so it's not super fancy or anything, but it 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 uh, it did the job for me. Whereas uh, at the bottom, I was like, "Hey, if you're a fan, contact me." I put my email address on there, and, and people from all over the world started emailing me. Wow, you like created your own forum. A little bit, yeah. It was yeah. just email, but it's we like, didn't. It's like a Facebook group, but yeah, but not. But through email, yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted somebody to talk. I mean, to. that's pretty amazing. I think everyone can resonate with having watched something awesome and then yeah. wanting to signal boost and get other people to talk. Yeah, to I, yeah. I, I'm. I'm I think that's probably true for both of us. Uh, I mean, and not not just movies, but like if I find a great restaurant or a yes. bar or something, I, we, you we go gotta, evangelize. Yeah, we got to tell everybody about needs that. to know. Yeah, there. I I found out there's a term for that. It's called the lighthouse. Really? Yeah, you're a lighthouse where you find something and then you kind of shine the light out into everybody well, cool else then. and. and and bring attention. That's literally what this podcast is. It's like my guest list is yeah. just all people that I talk about in my Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to this I, person. I appreciate that. I always love it when I get a tweet uh, mentioning me. I've or told Instagram like story. all of my clients your story. Uh, this is what I notice. I'm like, who do I talk about? Right. Who do I? And that's my entire guest list. It's just people wow. that I, I talk about. So I'm a lot. part of your, your life coaching. Yeah inspiration mm-hmm. wow. especially my super nerdy video clients wow all right yeah that yeah yeah <laughs> i guess they would get it they would um but through that fan website uh the ultimate clerks fan ended up seeing it and that was kevin smith he found it one day at a internet cafe in the next town over called red bank mm-hmm. um yeah he got in there he was like hey can you show me this internet thing <laughs> and then he was like uh, i heard there was like a clerks there uh, there might be websites based on my movies and the guy 
typed in the correct search terms. Yeah. Uh, I think it was on Yahoo at the time. Oh my gosh. And mine came up and he saw it and he, he told me he was blown away because it looked like I took a, a magazine and put it on a computer screen. Wow. But it was like a magazine completely dedicated to his movie clerks. Right, which is a huge, I mean, in the days where that wasn't a thing, yeah. that's like probably a shock. Yeah, and I think a huge light bulb went off in his head. He was like, hey, maybe I can use this to connect with my fan base. Right. And communicate with them, answer their questions, um, and find out, just get feedback. You know, I feel like that's a... That's a really important moment in a creator's life when they notice an easy <laughs> path yeah. to signal boosting. And also, I feel like that's where I am right now. Like, I've, I haven't been in this place for a while, but now the podcast thing, it was like, oh, yeah. I, I can see it now. And my the, the girl I hired, Cassidy, to support me building my business, she said to me, you have everything. You have, like, connections <laughs> and you know how to do Like, why haven't you been doing this? Right. And I was like, I just mm. didn't have the right help yet. And I didn't have the idea, right. and here it is. And so, you know, but that there is that moment where you realize yeah. suddenly, oh, this is how I could move forward. Yeah, but he did it way back in 1995. Right. Whereas most people didn't discover. It's like I can communicate with my fans until Twitter came out, like 2008. People are so. still discovering yeah. and and not even understanding how to use it. Yeah. Very well. Um, but he said this big light bulb went off in his head. He was like, I gotta contact this guy. So he he literally just emailed um, you. He. Um, he had he had someone he was working with email me, mm-hmm. and I still have that email. I keep it with me on my hard drives. Or um, at, at one point I had it printed out and I nice. had it in my I would do that. I would blow it up and put it on a for canvas. For a while, <laughs> but he was like, "Hey, I saw what you did. I loved it. Um, give me it." Well, he was like, "Give me a call tomorrow." I was like, "What?" Okay, Kevin. And this is '95. This is this is as if like Steven Spielberg or George yeah. Lucas was like, "Hey, man." Give me a call tomorrow. Yeah, we want. I want to talk about Star Wars or Raiders of the Lost Ark or something. Right. Like Kevin was at that level with me, and I was like, "Holy crap!" So, um, yeah, I ended up calling here to New Jersey. Oddly enough, I was in Michigan at the time. Right. So I didn't even know what. That's it, where you're from, right? Yeah, I had never been to New Jersey. I only knew New Jersey from Kevin's from Clark's. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up calling him. He was like, "Hey, I think uh, I think this thing might this internet thing might take off." I want. I yeah. think this internet thing might yeah. take off is like the greatest phrase. Yeah. He was like, I, I really like what you did. Um, I'm going to send you a list of what I want. On the, will you help me build one? Will you help me build a website for not just any one of my movies, but, but for my whole world? Yeah. Um, he called it the uh, his production company is called View Askew Productions. Right. It was basically, will you help me build the View Askew universe? Oh. And I was, I was, uh, I was like, uh, let me think for a second. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 And I was, a, I was a college. Uh, I was a, a, a junior at the time, I think. So I was. Wow just still going to school and then this you know this, at the time i was like this is a hollywood director contacting me yep so that's pretty amazing yeah but he sent me this whole list of things that he wanted but the one thing he really insisted on was a way to communicate with his fans wow. um his initial idea was a chat room but i was like all right chat room's cool but you're gonna have to schedule time yeah you might have to block out an hour to sit there and answer people's questions why don't we do something like a message board instead mm. where people can post a question and he can or a come comment. to it whenever he wants. Yeah, you, you can answer one question, you can answer a thousand, you can spend a minute on it, you can spend all day on it, uh, but you can do it around your own schedule. Mm. So he was like, wow, that's a great idea. So we, we set that thing up and that message board ran for many, many years. Uh, I mean, you hear all these, it's the same story people met, got married. Wow. Um, friendships were, were made. That does happen in fandoms. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then, uh, but it, the coolest part was Kevin himself would go right. and answer questions. You get to talk to him. Yeah, no matter how mundane yeah. or intricate, he would go and answer them. And at that time, 95, 96, to, again, if someone from the Hollywood system or someone that, even someone that you were a big fan of that was yeah. famous answered your question, That's it was mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. It was mind-blowing. I mean, it still is Yeah. to me. like. Yeah, although like these days you can get blocked by the president. You can the, get you can get that. Yeah, so it's a little easier now. It is easier. Um, I mean, you kind of you have to find a way to rise above noise. Yeah. Um, sure. But there's certain people who don't have a lot of noise around them, right. and so it's really easy to reach. Yeah. I love, I love doing that. Like it's one of my like little hobbies. Is I'm like, oh, I'm making this thing. Hmm. Yeah. I'm making a dance from the Full House episode. <laughs> 
where Stephanie is in a dance competition. Yep. I'm going to get Jody Sweden to say something mm-hmm. about it. And, and then I did. Lo and behold. Yeah. Because it's like, well, if it's if it's like, I feel like there's a Venn diagram of things that True. happens where it's like nostalgic, um, well done, right? Uh, but not so overproduced that it yep. looks like you're trying to right. do something. Yeah, those somewhat spontaneous. Yeah, there's yeah. some spontaneity, which there was. I mean, I just took two <laughs> hours out of my work day right. to learn this freaking dance and then, you know, did it until it looked good enough. Um, and then there she was. Yeah, and but you did like, it with passion. That's true. Which is the because most important I d- part. because I love. I wasn't thinking, what can I do to get Jody Sweden no. to notice me? I was thinking, I do this oh dance. man, and I maybe love she'll see this it. Dance, yeah, and bonus, yeah. bonus. That's she'll what I, probably that, see it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, hey, maybe Kevin Smith will see this one day and just email me and we'll yeah. say, hey, good job, kid. That's, yeah, it's kind of the, the celebrity connection has to be the yeah. like separate icing goal, sure. not the goal. Right. Yeah, that's literally all I wanted was uh, maybe Kevin to email me one day and be like, "Hey, that website <laughs> you, you made was you got a cool. lot more than that." I got way more than yeah. that. I got way more than that. So, um, but yeah, that, that that message board really kind of um, changed things, definitely in my life, but for him as well because yeah. he was able to get feedback from his fans. How good for him! Like how good for his creative process. Yeah. It's awesome. And um, yeah, I guess so. I, and and it's. Couple, I think a week ago, he had written an article for uh, for the Oscars web blog or website, uh-huh. and he talked about the launch of that website. Rad. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Was like, he got on the Oscars. It was on the yeah. Oscars website, yeah, yeah, the Academy Awards website. It is rad when you're working for somebody who's big, and then your work ends up being places that yeah. you never... That's awesome. That's like, I, awesome. I produced a music video once for um, a video client. I had Marie Forleo, yeah. and we did a Jay-Z uh, <laughs> lip dub. And Jay-Z's cousin was, like, at her event, mm-hmm. and she was like, I just texted it to him. And I just cried. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we were at an after party, and <laughs> yeah. my, my assistant awesome. editor, Justin, was like, you okay, lady? I was like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. These are happy tears. Yeah, They're I was just tears. so overwhelmed by the idea. Like, I don't even know that he definitely saw it. I mm-hmm. just know it got texted to him. Right. I'm like, that's enough. I just can't. <laughs> Cause that's a pretty safe, safe assumption that he did. So. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so that yeah that that kind of changed a lot of things for I, for I guess for both of us but for me especially yeah yeah so like what did the tr- what did your life look like after that like did you keep doing corporate well so I I, I built the the website that he wanted launched it um, it was cool we were able to build a, a pretty cool like a fan base yeah um, which was you know far and wide reaching from people around the world but still if you were hung out on that message board you were still part of this cool underground club yeah, even yeah. still and uh so kevin took it a little bit farther where we would hold like all day film festivals here by his comic book shop well you so you moved here eventually yeah but not at first yeah how long did you stay in michigan i was in uh i ended up graduating the next year i went and got that real job in the maryland virginia area right um, okay yeah is that yeah, that yeah, yeah I, I i never even had thought to ask kevin for a full-time job sure. like he had just he was just about to go into production on Chasing Amy's third film. The film before that didn't do so well. So which he film was before Mall that? Rats. Mallrats. Mallrats, which is a freaking masterpiece. It's great now, but at the box office, I get it. yeah, they didn't really market it correctly. Yeah. Okay. And so he wasn't swimming in it. Had it made $100 million, he probably would have hired me on the spot, right, I imagine. Right. But um, it was kind of like, uh, yeah, it was kind of like, hey, you know, you, thanks for helping me out. Um, and uh, I just graduated college, so I, I was like, all right, next step is to go get a real job, mm-hmm. which I did. But while I was doing the real job by day, at night, I would work on all the Kevin stuff. A for very the valid move. I yeah. feel like sometimes people think that getting that job is somehow giving up on something. Yeah. And look, like, whatever you need to do. Yeah, and but it's not, though. It's not. You know, the day job was great, paid the bills, and I, I felt I did a pretty – I committed a lot of time to it. I did my best there. But at night I work on the Kevin stuff, which I really loved. Right. So you learn a huge appreciation for that. Right. Where, you know, it was like, well, you know, if I didn't have the Kevin thing, I would just be toiling on projects that I didn't really care about. But once the clock hit 530, drive home, work on stuff that I really loved. Ideal. And it. Yeah, you just get such a bit way bigger sense of appreciation. And you have the energy for it at that age too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, I definitely at I had 21, the same 22, like, yeah. Now it's the idea and I do it sometimes, but the idea of getting to the end of my workday mm-hmm. and then doing something else. It gets tougher as you Woo! get older, sure. I mean, I again, 
I do it, but yeah. I also have a kid. Right. You're, yeah. yep, you're a mother. You're a wife. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You've got other things to do as well. Right, right, right. right. I get it. So I, you know, I work corporate jobs for maybe another five or six years. Um, and uh, so before, before Kevin hired me full time, though, <laughs> an interesting happened. I get contacted by Ben Affleck. What? Who was like, hey, that website you built for built for Kevin, no. can you build me one too? Because <laughs> Ben ended up hanging out on Kevin's message board a lot. That's hysterical and, I think, and amazing. I think Kevin was kind of maybe jokingly or maybe not. I was like, dude, why don't you just go get your own website? Why are That's you hanging hysterical. out on mine? And so he did. And he was like, hey, well, you appear to be the guy who does these things. Can you build me like, one too? Like, come on, Affleck. Yeah. So I built him one. And soon after that, he was like, hey, I'm starting an internet startup company. Um, I... I may want to hire you. I'm like, okay. And th- okay, I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, There's a lot of like... <laughs> yeah, but I was like, all right, this is Hollywood. This is probably never even going to happen. Sure, sure. Um, but it did. He started... Him and Matt Damon, um, <laughs> Oscar winners, yes. started up a internet Matt startup Damon. company. They started a company called Live Planet, which mm. uh, they produced the HBO TV... Hit HBO TV show called Project Greenlight that I've a lot of people might of remember. Yeah, it was a... Um, I might be so too young. You might be. It was a year 2000, 2001. It was a, it was a script competition TV show where uh, on the on the internet you would submit your script. Uh-huh. You're a screenwriter, amateur screenwriter, submitted to our website. Um, the other contestants would randomly be assigned a script, and then they would have to rate it. And then the top ten uh, went on to a further competition, huh. and they would whittle, whittle it down to one ultimate winner who got to uh, make and direct their script. You know, that's interesting because I went to school for film. Yeah. And, you know, because. Because mm-hmm. film. Yeah, because yeah, film. Um, and I feel like it was in the zeitgeist, the idea of being the ones to write the next Goodwill Hunting. Oh, yeah. Like, that was a thing. And yeah. now I'm con- like, Yeah, I think that, that definitely uh, inspired this, yeah, this yeah, concept. Yeah. It was and always in my head when I was yeah. thinking, I'll be a screenwriter. I, I definitely right. pursued that for a minute. And I was like, yeah, like, we got to write, got to be the next Goodwill Hunting, got to star right. in it, and, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, so they turned that. So it was, it was, uh, it was ahead of its time this, this, because it was combining uh, inter- the internet, the real world, and reality TV. Right. And it was, it was kind of a cool concept. It was yeah, very ahead yeah. of its time. But I worked on that for Bring a year. Bring it back. Bring it back. I think they did. I think they did do did a they? fourth <laughs> season recently. Yeah. <laughs> How to do I'm not sure. I think we live in a different world now, too. This is very, very, Where, very you know, true. you can whip out your iPhone and make your own movie. Right. Where back then it was a little harder. So it um, needs to be, like, some new version of it. Yeah, which they mm. could do, yeah. They could. Yeah. Um, so I ended, up, uh, I ended up moving to L.A. for a year to work for Live Planet, And then when that ended, um, uh, it actually ended mainly because of 9-11. Uh, um, yeah. A lot of our future projects that we had on the slate got completely x yeah. because we were living in a different world right um so I, yeah so that i remember there was there was there was a day where i think they laid off like 80 percent of the the people who worked there wow which uh which stunk because like, i was like i just moved here you, you you promised me riches i feel like people are going through that now with covid oh, yeah. like, i've heard so yep. many people oh, yeah. oh, i just got the acting job mm-hmm. of my life and then covid right and it's like why is that happening yeah you know, like what What's conspiring yeah. to have you go somewhere else? Yeah, just these things you cannot predict in right. life will happen, right. and um, things that you can't even pre- really prepare for. No way. To. Even they they were like, "Hey, you should prepare for a rainy day." Like you can't, no. but you don't see the mon. The, you don't think that rainy day is going to be a monsoon mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, uh, it was. I think October two thousand one. You know, we they were like, "Hey, we're having this big meeting tomorrow," and then like, "Hey, I'm sorry, but we're we're tomorrow we're going to be letting a lot of you go." Like Oof. we're sorry, but. This is just this is the world we live in, and uh, we you know we, we just got a bunch of our future projects axed, so we don't have any money, and we we get you got you basically got nothing to work on either. Yeah. So, but uh, you know uh, you know CHR tomorrow, they'll give you a severance check, and then um, thank you for your service, basically. Wow. So I was pretty bummed out about that, uh, but the next day I emailed Kevin. I was like, hey, I don't know if you heard the news, but you know we're we're all being let go. He was like, huh, really? He's like, you know what? I um, why don't you come work full time for me? Shit. I'm like, really? This is like literally a day after. I was like, holy <laughs> crap! I was like, you really you want like full like you? Well, and I just want to pause here to point out that 
you just got back in touch with him just to communicate, just to be like, hey, this is happening. Right yeah. Now. Well, I mean, you know, him you and Ben know. were friends, so yeah. I thought maybe he, he had heard. Yeah. So I, you know, I just well, thought and that's I'd smart reach though. Out, you know? know, like there's there's these there's these markers in your story where you do something right. that is you taking action yeah. toward a potential future that you could you could imagine the possibility of it and you're not stopped by like well that'll never happen right. and then because you could easily have just never emailed him because i don't want to bother him or yeah. I, he probably you know whatever yeah i wasn't really thinking he'd he'd go that far and hire me i thought uh, i was more like hey can i put you down as a contact for future jobs brilliant um, which would be pretty awesome if they were into film and yeah. kevin and I, you oh, know, I have references I have kevin, kevin smith. smith on my reference sheet <laughs> That's, that could that would make me stand out. So like that right there is this vision where you're like, mm, that right. could happen. Sure. And so that's the kind of thing that I'm interested in with with people like you who you you actually uh, go as far as to you know imagine a future where this this thing could be possible. Yeah, it just kind of stuck. I was stuck in L.A. with no you know now I didn't have a job and I didn't know you know I, I'm for anybody who's been laid off and I, I'm going to think that's probably most of you. It's a lot of people right now um, listening or watching right now. It sucks. It absolutely it's, sucks. And it's I think it can be hard to think of potential anything because yeah. uh, that black hole can yeah. suck you in the, the sadness it's, or the, yeah, it's, the disappointment it's, it's devastating even if you get like a decent severance check you're like, like well i now have no purpose yeah in life. What do I, yeah, yeah 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 um i i think that that's uh that's a tough time to be able to think about things and and also i think it's a bit alluring the like the victimhood of it sure it feels good it's it's not like a a good good it's right. it's a bad good it's, it's like a, a yeah. you know yeah uh, and you start thinking thinking dark thoughts for a while yeah. eventually and if anyone's going through it right now i'm here to tell you you eventually pull yourself out of that darkness for yeah and more. sometimes you need other people to right and sometimes to, it's a it's a good thing sometimes mm. i'm not gonna say it's always a good thing but no but i i do think like having some strife in your life is a is a good thing for people you know you, you imagine yeah. you went through your entire life and Nothing bad ever happened. Oh, I can't imagine that. You I don't learn. Like, I dated someone who said that to me. They were like, because uh, I dated a guy who um, uh, he said something that embarrassed me. He, he repeated something I said to him privately okay. in front of a group of people, That's and it, and I was and he was making fun of me. Right. And I don't know. I dated a lot of losers, man. Um, that did this to me. But um, I was like, oh, that really embarrassed. Like I told him mm -hmm. that it embarrassed yeah. me, and he couldn't understand that. Right. I'm like, haven't you ever been embarrassed? And he looks at me. He goes no, wow. And I was like, "What?" It's crazy. You have, I mean, it's college, so I guess he's got some life left to live or whatever. Oh yeah, but like, for sure. Um, Big time. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always thought, can you imagine going through life? No, and never. <laughs> no, because that changes you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Kevin, you know, he emailed me back. He's like, "Hey, um, you know, why don't you come work for me uh, full time? Like, this is probably how this is how it was meant to be." Yeah. Um, however, I have one catch. I'm like, what's that? And he was like, well, you have to move to New Jersey. Aha. And uh, I was like, well. One of us. Yeah. One of us. I was like, I, I was like, well, I just got to L.A. I've been here. I, I've been living there maybe eight, nine months. Um, but, I, you know, of course I was going to say yes. But, you know, I, I, I took some a little time to think. I was like, okay, make, I could get a job out here that I'm not going to love. That may involve a horrible commute. I don't know the people. Right. Uh, yeah, there were so many cons that I was like, "All right, Jersey sounds good. I'll, uh, um, I'm gonna chill for a couple months, have fun with the severance package, explore Los Angeles while I'm here. Brilliant. And then I'll see you in Jan on the first of January. Nice. And uh, so that's that's. What did he have you do? When I got here. Yeah. Um. Actually, that was funny. So you know, I got I get settled in. He's like, "Hey, let's talk." First day I was there, I got there. He's like, "So yeah, that's like that's what he asked me." He's like, so what, what do you want to do? do? <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I've, I've, I was like, well, one, I'm going to maintain all the things I've built for you up until this point. Right. Um, the last five years, five, six years of, but we could go even bigger. So, you know, I, I had set up his online merchandise store. And I was like, we, we could definitely market that more. Um, you know, we could build, we could, we could expand this website right. even more. Right. And he was like, all right, great. <laughs> go, go do that. So I um, think there's. And it was more convenient. Because he was there, I was in the office. Yeah, I bet. And I was not work doing stuff remotely anymore. And you can like, I don't know, 
ideate together yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and all that. Yeah, it was cool. That's rad. However, <laughs> two months after I got there, he was like, hey, man, guess what? I'm like, what? He's like, I'm moving to L.A. Oh, jeez. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, Ben Affleck sold me his old house in the hills, in the Hollywood Hills. I'm, I'm moving to L.A. You should come along. Like, oh, you should God. move there, too. I'm like, bro, I was just there. I was there. I could have. You told me. You're telling me I could have stayed. Give me a house. Yeah, <laughs> I could have. I I moved. I'm like Lunkhead, I moved two months ago for you, and now you're going back. And you want me to move back? Yeah, yeah. I was like, listen, I'm going to hang out here because he was like, well, I'm going to. I'll keep. We're going to keep the store in office here. So, whenever you're ready. The secret stash. Yeah. Was already. When, yeah. when did the secret stash open? 1997. Yeah. Been open, uh, it was 20. this mysterious place that we all took an, like a, yeah. a special journey Kevin, to. Kevin Smith's comic book I remember store. when I went. I mean, it's like, and not that it's a letdown, but it's just a store. So, like, you, you have this thing in your head. It's like, I'm going to go to the I'm going to go in and, like, he's going to put me in a movie or something. Yeah, something's going to Or Jay will be there, there and it's not. Yeah. And then it doesn't yeah, happen yeah, yet. Yeah. But it happens to some people. But, you know, because sometimes yeah. they're there. Yeah. Somebody's there. Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up moving to LA. I, I stay here. And um, you know, for a while, we kind of entertained this thing. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll come out next year. Or I'll come out next year. But uh, I ended up, ha- you know, I had a kid, bought a house. Right. Like it was looking, it was looking more and more like there was no way I was going out there. And I didn't, right. and, I was, and as you get older, if you've been to LA or if you're thinking about going to LA, when you get older, you do not want to go to LA yeah. anymore. So it sucks. I love visiting. I love hanging out with my friends who do live there, but I wouldn't. I don't think I would ever live there. Yeah, again. I don't. I, don't, I won't live there. There are little things about that town that are completely soul crushing, mm-hmm. and I don't need my soul crushed anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, well, you know that that the whole run though, uh, it was cool. I kind of, I more or less became like Kevin's social media manager before there was any social media. Right. So that was that was fun. But that's the, rad. You know the, the the people are like, what do you do day to day? I'm like, oh, it's it changes. Yeah. One day, you know, you might be building a website for something or coordinating an event and marketing it online. You might be creating new merchandise. Uh, the next day, you might be going to Long Island to pick up weed for Kevin, <laughs> which I did. Nice. Yeah, you know, you never know. Or, <clears throat> um, you know, or you'll be driving something to the the private airport hangar that he needs before he flies out to L.A. Like, these are all, <laughs> like, such wacky things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really, it defied any kind of description. It reminds me of, I interned for Conan O'Brien for a while, and it was like that. Yeah. It was like, well, Nelly's coming on the show, and mm-hmm. we want to get him a jersey of his favorite sports team. Can you go to Brooklyn? I'm like, I don't even know where Brooklyn right, is. Right, right. Get this number, get okay. this thing on the back, and then come back with it in, in, in three hours Dude, or whatever. I had, uh, I saved, when I worked there, I saved every single post-it note I ever got with, a, with like, details on what run oh, I had to do. And that's cool. I don't have it anymore. Oh, I don't know where it went. It's, it's somewhere. No, no, no. We oh, cleaned out my childhood oh, home man. and we sold it, and I didn't want to go back and look through everything. Oh, so it's just gone it somewhere. It got thrown out. Oh, I'm pretty things. sure. Oh, man. Yeah. there's Is that Conan? Oh. There's a Conan O'Brien pop figure up I, there. Yeah. I literally, my eyes just landed yeah. on I, it. I actually right think I have like that. four. I probably have four of them. I love Conan. Yeah. I, I adored working there. <laughs> it was really fun. It was yeah. super fun. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I, yeah. Through working for Kevin, Kevin, and Kevin's always a forward thinker. So a website years before anybody else right. created their own podcast. Website. Podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. started that in two thousand seven. I didn't even realize that, but then he was on Rogan, and Rogan's mm-hmm. like, "Dude, you started this." Yeah. And he's like, "No, man, you're like, you're, you're doing the, it." But you're the king. He's like, "But you yeah. started it." Yeah, 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 yeah. He totally started. Yeah, way back in two thousand seven. Right. So, uh, but they, they, then he got all of us into it, so we started podcasting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, event, I, in a roundabout way, that led to, to us getting on TV. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The comic book men thing was uh, when when did that? It okay. uh, premiered February twelfth, two thousand twelve. We shot the first season in uh, the fall of two thousand eleven, and uh, we got seven seasons and ninety six episodes. Rad. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's super awesome. It was fun. I love that you say I'm the Asian. I'm the Asian, yeah, yeah. Out of, uh, I mean, everybody, uh, the, yeah. My, the the three guys I'm on the show, I, or four counting Kevin, or five yeah. con- counting Jay, are all old white dudes. So, so it was cool. <laughs> it differentiate w- yourself. Yeah, and it's not like, uh, and something like that when you get cast on a reality TV show where you get to play yourself, 
it's way I I I mean I've not that I've done like anything else really. Yeah. But it was way it's way I imagine it's way more fun than getting cast for something. One hundred percent. Yeah. I got to be I got to play myself, I got to joke around with my friends. Yeah. Got to be didn't have to travel anywhere. We shot in the same location every day for the most part. Was it always at the stash? Always at the stash, yeah. We did it during the summers here in Red Bank, so that's a great environment. That's super fun. Um Yeah, T V can be grueling. Yeah. If it's something that you really like doing and it's fun, that's awesome. Yeah, well I I, I, yeah, I tell people, Oh man, it was tough, man. But it it really wasn't. We start <laughs> we would start shooting at like ten o'clock in the morning. We'd typically wrap by six. There would be, uh, you know, one, a one. Hour. Yeah, they would bring you your lunch. Like you could order. It's like, well, what do you want for lunch today? <sighs> and they would, and you know, we patronized the local restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I was like, ooh, I can get like a live green salad from Good Karma and a bottle and of you're kombucha. Not for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on production budget. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, would, on set is a lo- is a wonderful place when there's craft services. Craft service is the best. Woo! Yeah. The, ooh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would go visit when if Kevin was shooting around here or wherever. If I was close by, he's like, "Hey, come, 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 watch us shoot." Ugh. And then I'd get there and be like, "All right, where's the craft service truck?" Yeah, the that's table? the first thing. And the I would first go stop. and I would freaking raid that thing. And then I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> um, I uh, can you make me a breakfast sandwich?" And they're and they're like, "You are." I was like, "Oh, I'm with Kevin." Oh, okay, all right. And then anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I I've seen craft service people who take their job so seriously, mm-hmm. but like in a lovely way where they just really want to they're like i have an omelet station i'll make you whatever you want like um i've only had a few of these experiences on set but they are like their own little art form yeah oh yeah for sure and they take it very seriously and they don't yeah they i just love people who love what they do yeah that's one and you're still in the industry so yeah you know it beats being a fry cook at 100 applebee's or something i guess Yeah. yeah 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 So that's uh that's a story about I guess how I got on TV and started podcasting and that's rad all of that and now I run a podcast studio based on uh, my love of podcasting. We're both wearing merch. And the fact that you are here podcasting with me and you've been in here multiple times makes me really happy. Well, me and, too. And uh, even the networking group that we met at, um, uh, I went to an event, a networking event thrown by them about two weeks ago. Yeah. And I looked around and I was like, wow, half these people have, have been in the podcasts. studio or have started a podcast here. Yeah, and it was rad. pretty cool. And the rest of them have heard yeah. that that they've that the other members have started a podcast or a podcast. They they want to do it too. Yeah, so. I'm uh so my coach training program that I'm I'm a leader of, um, accomplishment coaching has an arm of the company called Accomplishment Media yeah. and it like gives coaches a platform to do exactly this mm-hmm. and we send like a kit with microphones so you can do it at home oh, yeah. and we have producers who edit and they're like we'll produce it and I'm like I have Ming um, I'm still running they're actually like I'm still part of Accomplishment sure. Media um, and this is going through it's on their website oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it's all going through them but That's they're cool. like you don't need anything else I'm like I'm covered yeah 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 um, for sure I, I, I definitely want to support and I think it's great for brand new coaches to be able to just start a podcast oh, and yeah. have all the, all the stuff yeah, that they need cool. and all the, the, I was like, I don't even need the editing. I can do it. Like I'm, you know, I don't need to pay for something that I could do yeah. myself because I, I used gotcha. to do it Yeah, for a living. You did. Uh, for quite a while. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I dip in and hire people because I don't have time, but. Right. Um, that, but that's the, I, I'm learning that's the path to success is delegation, which yeah. uh, I'm, I'm slowly learning through my thick head. You ha- I mean, you have to know. Like, okay, so for example, I just hired a new assistant. Yes. Like two nights. I'm talking to her tomorrow morning to get clear. I would love an assistant. Well, I have a really great one. Um, (laughs) You know, I haven't started working with her yet, but I've been screening her for months. Um, This is actually the slowest slowest hire I've ever done. I usually am really, like, knee-jerk to hire people. But, um, and I I literally messaged her and I was like, you have tattoos and piercings and I think you're my new assistant. Yeah, Um, hired. You know, will you... uh, will you follow up with me in a month because I'm not ready yet? And then she did follow up with me, right. which I was like, well, good. You can take direction. That, uh, uh, you did what I said. Um, and that, then That's funny. I'm not allowed to to give that kind of feedback to a few potential female hire, I don't <laughs> think so. Nor would I, but... You could. You could say, hey, I'm not ready to hire you yet, but could you follow up with but me? But hey, nice piercings and tattoos. Oh, that part, that part. I got it, I got it, I got it. We live in a different world. We do live in a different world. You can't say that, I guess. Well, not that I would do that anyways before that, but... Be a little creepy. A little bit. Maybe it was creepy that I did it. I don't know. No, Um, I don't think so. But then I interviewed her, and then I said, I'm still not ready to hire you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're gonna do yet. Right. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go engage 
with this marketing team and I'm gonna just notice once I get overwhelmed, right. what could you be doing? And so now I have this list in my yeah, head. Yeah, so you mapped it out already. Oh, I, cool. I have so many, I, I emailed her, I'm like, or I, I Instagram DM'd her, I'm like, I'm ready now. She's like, okay, so December? I'm like, okay, so tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm ready, yeah. can we go? And so we're like, talking okay. tomorrow. So that's that awesome. Can, yeah. That's cool. I have so many things for her to do. Yeah. It's gonna be good. Mostly um, a lot of that around this podcast. Yeah. So is this the part where I talk about my bullshit? Yeah. Okay. It is. Thanks okay. for remembering. Yes. Yeah. So what bullshit are you still on? I mean, I I don't like to sit still. So, of course, there's the million projects that I want to get to that I should right. get to that I create multiple excuses for not getting into. One of them is some kind of book. Um, mm. Not necessarily about my life, just any kind of published book. <laughs> and I have a couple great ideas. I think they would be. Can you tell? Oh, any yeah, yeah, of them? totally. Okay. I think the one thing that I probably should have come up with years ago, but it would still be relevant now, is some kind of comic book man episode guide. Mm. Where, um, and I'm inspired. Uh, years ago, I got this. It was a Simpsons episode guide. It was so it's so well done, very colorful, really well laid out, and they go through episode by episode. Wow with like quotes, pictures, some inside information. I need that because I was never allowed to watch The Simpsons as a kid. And yeah. I have never like done the, okay, I'm gonna watch the show. Yeah. I need that. You need, and do people, you watch the show now? Nope. Oh, you well, watch I'm, the show I'm first. I'm a little all or nothing. Like, I'm like, well, if I'm not gonna sit down and watch the whole thing, yeah. then I'm not gonna uh, just Well, like, that's a tough. I know it is, but I'm gonna do it at I, some point, yeah. just like I, Star Wars. I think, I'll, I, I, I'm not even gonna put you up to that. I'll put you up to the first five seasons. Okay. They're brilliant. That's good. Okay, I'll do that yeah. soon. But they came with this brilliant but episode guide. that's awesome guy. that there's an episode guide. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and I was like, wait, why don't I do one? Like, the fans are still out there. Yeah. Um, I lived it. I was there. I can get contributions from the other guys or even Kevin to maybe even put a quote per, for each episode. Right. And I was like, why am I not doing this? And I was like, well, I just don't have time. But yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But well, it should not be rocket science. I know I lived I mean, it. I, I know I guess it was you just there. really need like a plan and a support structure. Like I've been writing a book for the past three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. And it's it's like painfully slow. Right. Because my uh, my friend Mark and I, who I'm writing with another coach, Mark Hunter, about partnership mm -hmm. because we are he was the leader of the program that I got trained in as okay. a coach. And now we're both senior leaders. Yeah. So we've gone through this transformation of, of him being like an authority right. to us being best friends. Yeah. That's and cool. so we're right right? Yeah. That's we're writing awesome. about like how to do that. Right. How to dismantle hierarchy and power dynamics between people and build wow. trust and respect and that's way cooler than an episode guide, but well, okay, <laughs> you're not allowed to diminish yourself. I forgot. To I know, the I know. Okay, okay, okay. Of this podcast, yeah. you're not allowed. Um, I'll tell everybody yeah, from here. But I was also thinking, like, you know, I, you know, maybe someone out there could potentially come up with an episode guide, but they could not. They don't have the inside information. Well, maybe, that but I maybe do. there's someone who could partner with you on it, where they are. They do the more they mundane. Have, facts. They do mundane stuff, but they also hold the fuel. Like they are so fired up about it right. that they're the one coming to you, being like, hey. Or you have oh, like, okay. you know, you have a call every two weeks or you right. have like. So how are you doing? Like, well. Yeah. <laughs> like I, we paid a book editor mm -hmm. and we talked to her every two weeks. Right. And she pushes and you. And she put, she reads everything. She leaves comments. Right. And then she gives us assignments. That's cool. She's like, I want to hear more of this. I would like for you to rewrite this part from this perspective. Yeah. I need you to add more stories to this part. I think if I ever get that far, of course, yeah, I probably will hire an editor. The toughest part. I, all I have to, I think all I really need to do is start. Probably. The, yeah. Um, it, well, actually, all you really need to do is say by when it'll be done. Yeah. <laughs> so? But the bullshit part is one. I'm like, all right, well, I, all I need to do is start it, but I haven't yet. Well, by when and will it be done? I better do it quick before people forget about the show. That's probably true. But um, so what is the I, uh, let's say uh, a year. It'll be a done year. in a year. So let's see what day. November 19th, November 21st. 2021 are you putting it in your calendar uh, yeah okay well I'll, that's when i invite you to the book launch then fabulous so yeah. we're gonna have a book launch on november yeah but on. the bullshit is like oh i think the bullshit is like i've never written a book before how can i do this but that's, know, of course you know that's everyone bullshit. who writes a book has never written a book right, before exactly that's a fun fact for you yeah and the other thing the other bullshit holding me back is uh and not that this is a i was like this isn't a, a bad thing but we we did 96 episodes so i would have to do 96 yeah Recaps. It's a really nerdy undertaking. It is. But it's I extraordinarily nerdy. I, I can see once I get going, I probably won't even want to stop. So probably not. Yeah. And and look, we could actually do. I'm not going to do this right now, but you could do math and just look at like how many weeks are between now and then. Um, well, I guess it's exactly It'd be 52. 52. But yeah. Um, 
unless it's a leap year, whatever. Right. You could get really exact and like actually make a plan yeah. for how you're going to do it right. and then hire somebody or get, look, there's probably a lot and of nerds listening to this yeah. who would do you it wanna, for free, who would help you for free. Schedule, yeah. If anyone wants to help Ming with his <laughs> book for free. <laughs> no, you, no, no, I, I don't, uh, I, I, I believe can. in compensation. So. Well, inter- so I've hired a lot of interns in my life. Yeah, I'm going to need your advice on that. Soon. Because, well, I'll just tell you right now that there's lots of people who are in school mm-hmm. who are required to have an internship. Right. And it's pretty simple. Like I, they, the internship will require like you write a letter and they write a paper right. on mm-hmm. it. And there's a specified amount of time and there's like, here are your duties. Right. I've had probably 40 interns. Really? Yeah. Okay. We'll be talking. Yeah. I've, I've hired a lot of people. We'll um, be and it's like, it's only people who are really driven and like want the experience yeah. and, and I'll hire them eventually for pay, sure. yep. you know? So I'm you. good for it if I find the right people. I hear you. Uh, but yeah, let's see. Okay. Ming's. Book launch. Book launch, November twenty first, twenty twenty one. Yep. Okay, it's in the books, so to so to speak. Um, Does it it have a unique title other than? I haven't come up with that, but even if it was simply (laughs) that, I think that could sell itself. It could. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was just, I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, Does not repeat all day. Yep. Um, (laughs) Repeats yearly, so each year (laughs) I have a book launch. Which, yeah, hey, you never know. Uh, because I do, uh, the other book idea is, uh, you know, I travel a lot. You know, I love to eat. Um, you know, I'm always yes. trying to take you to restaurants and stuff. Fuh. So, yeah, pho. So, the, you know, the underground restaurant speakeasy dive bar guide is in my, also in my head. Oh, man. Yeah, and I've been to enough places. And it, well, it's gotten to the point where my, my friends who are also traveling, they're like, hey, I'm in Nashville. Where should I eat? Where's the hidden bar? And you where know. should I drink? And I will text them exactly where they should go and right. where they should eat for a great experience. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, my God, I can't. Thank, thank, you, thank you for telling me about that place. Would That's have never awesome. found it myself, and I had such a great time. That's a really good – I mean, <clears throat> you could even start that as a blog mm-hmm. and then just have someone else turn it into a book for you once you're right. done. Right. Yeah. Also a thing. Uh, yeah. You could also have an intern or somebody else interview you every week about something, and then they go write it. Right. There's yeah, lots of lots of things. You yeah, do. and then that could turn into a TV show. You yes. never know. Yeah. Oh man, I would so watch you going to a bunch of dive bars. Yeah. Well, why don't you just come with me? Or we could do that. Yeah. Or uh, or co-host with me. Are uh, we gonna? Is this happening right show. now? We're I think make it a is. Show yeah. Together? Yeah, because I can, I think uh, you, I think we need like a dynamic. Okay. I think we have a pretty good dynamic. I think we do too. Yeah. yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. We're gonna have a show. We're visually. I love speakeasies. Like I was, I love them. I've been to like two ever oh, there's man. one in the lower east side of manhattan uh, couple, inside yeah. the, the hot dog shop uh that was pdt yeah please yes. don't tell yeah um, great place and then i just went to one that's brand new also on the lower east side i want to say mm-hmm. that's inside of a bodega and, yes and then you go through and i my friend actually who just called me my friend christine knows the the person who created it so oh, we so went there in. on one of the nights yeah, yeah. and it's beautiful yeah. on the inside and they had like um, spiked hot chocolate and like yeah. there's just so many cool yeah New York's full of them oh but, uh, I love uh, New York Chicago's, for these reasons Chicago's got the best ones is that right yeah well they were you know uh, Al Capone bootlegging right, like right, they were right. kind of the originators so. I definitely didn't explore I went to Chicago for the improv festival um, also where my husband and I did it for the first time <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Um, hats off to him <laughs> and you but him more you know, it's a, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> good job, Justin. Good job, Justin. He did do a good job. I'm, probably, I'm sure he, he did. Um, I have no doubt. Yeah. He really never let on that he was interested in me at all. Oh, well, that kind of makes it more fun. Then. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was always like, but. Huh? Wait a minute. Are you in? Okay, we were friends for a few years. Yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. good, too. That's good, too. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Actually, he hired me to work for him. <laughs> that's he's smart. He's very smart. I, I went to Grace <laughs> and I, so my friend funny. Grace and I were doing a stage show and, um, and we, we needed a director who didn't know us that well, but who was a great comedian. And she was like, what about that Justin Aiken kid? Mm-hmm. Back, we were young enough that we were still calling people yeah, kids. Yeah, you're like, Justin? You still call people kids, I think. I, I guess I do sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, we, yeah, we went to a brunch, and I told him that I had four jobs. And he said to me, how much would I need to pay you hourly for you to quit all four of your jobs? Oh. And so I said a number, and he was like, you're hired. Okay. When will you quit? Oh. And then Smart I was his, guy. like, producer, yeah, video yeah, yeah. editor. 
I walked his dog. I got his dry cleaning. Uh, sometimes I cooked. Like I was just around right. doing absolute. I painted his apartment, <laughs> uh, the uh, Action Pals yeah. colors, because that was our our sketch group. Yeah. Then you married him. And then I married him. Yeah. Like a year and a half later. Yeah. Had a kid. Well, a year and a half later, started dating, mm-hmm. and then three years after that, married him. That's and, great. And then had a kid. That's, yeah. aw- that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we made a lot of cool stuff together. I see that. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, more to come. I'm sure. Yeah, I think we've both been pretty, um, you know how having kids just kind of. Well, I'd you you focus your attention. Yeah, your uh, creative. Your energy. I mean, that's your create. That for me, literally, my creative energy all was going mm-hmm. to the baby. It should be interesting. So Stella Santana, who's the next guest mm-hmm. up, is pregnant right now. So I'm in, I'm really excited to ask her. Oh wow! Just about like how that's infecting her music yeah, yeah, and yeah. what she sees for the future and stuff like that. That's definitely. That's cool. Because I just stopped when yeah, I was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Wow. I was too depressed in my first trimester. I was right. like, I'm not making anything. <laughs> Pregnancy awesome. is weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the other thing that, you know, I guess bullshit-wise, the, the studio mm-hmm. seems to be working out pretty well right now. Yeah, yeah. I want, I, I want these in every every major city. And there's I, there are ways to go about that that I haven't explored yet. Um, you know, money, of course, is sure. one of them. But there, money, there's money out there. There's yeah. investors out there. There's people, there's people right under my nose, friends that I'm are sure. doing very well that would probably help me out, right? Um, and invest some of their extra money or just see it as a good investment. I've not put together that pitch yet. I've okay. not pitched them. Um, I'm a good person to say all of this to. Cause yeah, I'm I, not going to leave you alone now. Yeah. I've not, um, yeah, I've, n- I, I've not even really hinted. Well, I've hinted a little bit, but, but I think uh, if I'll, all I really have to just put all that together and ask. I think, right. yeah. Um, but I, I've never done it before, so I'm, I'm held back by that a little bit. Yeah, but that's yeah. bullshit. That's also bullshit. Yeah, because anything you had never, um, you know, made a website for Kevin right. Smith. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Did that. Good point. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like sometimes the longer you're doing stuff, the more your bullshit creeps in. Sure. Absolutely. Cause especially because, like, you've already had some major success. Uh, so it's like, well, you know, what if what if it doesn't work this time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> That's right. always, a, like, the second book is always worse than the first book because right. it's like, well, that one worked, but what if this yeah. one doesn't? But you still did it, though. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I, but, you know, once this pandemic is over, yeah, I, I, I want to open a shared universe in Atlanta and Houston and Chicago. Atlanta, Houston, Chicago. Got yeah. it. Okay. Well, I have, so I have people I can crash with in those three cities. Understood. So. That's and smart. Yeah. Go where your resources yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, Who needs to pay hotel bills? No. No. No, 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 crash. no, no. I just need a couch. Yeah. Yeah. You well, got to bootstrap stuff. I feel like people who are like, well, I don't have the money to do this. It's mm-hmm. like, eh, you figure stuff out. The money's out there. Yeah. And if you, like, I don't know. It's just like a, a mental thing because... Uh, and it's just a mental hurdle yeah, sure. to get over. As I feel like as soon as you say this is absolutely going to happen, then all of the doors start opening and everything starts to fall in front of you. Yeah. And people don't realize that. So they're like, all I see are closed doors. It's like, well, you haven't actually said that you want to go anywhere. Right. So why would you expect any doors right. to you open? You got to walk up to the door and Like turn in the video knob. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you have to be like, <laughs> you, have to walk, you have to walk into that area in order to discover right. what the magic of that area is. Absolutely. And people are like, well, I keep hitting roadblocks, so that must mean... Something and it's like in video games, you meet an enemy. That means yep. you're going in the right direction. Right, right. You gotta defeat the the, uh, the minor bosses yeah. before you get to the major. Or ones, just like so. the you know the putties, whatever. The, like the, the putties <laughs> from Power Rangers. Yes. So funny. <laughs> I was a big Power Rangers so funny. fan. I was a pink Power Ranger in third grade for Halloween. Amy Jo Johnson. Oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. Mm, love her. I had no idea you were a Power Rangers fan. Oh yeah. I've gotten drunk with most of them. Just That's amazing. Record, Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. No, I can't. My brain hurts. This is for a whole nother podcast. Oh, my God. We'll have to have you on again. But, um, I mean, like, I guess you know life is going good when you're dancing on a stage with Walter Jones, 100%. the Black Power Ranger, and with at a Vanilla Ice concert. Oh, my you're God. On the stage with Vanilla Ming, Ice. We just have to have an, an entire episode where we go back and forth and say the most random celebrities right. that just we've like, encountered yeah, in some way. Yeah, just call it the, the nepotism adventures or yes. whatever. Or <laughs> name drop. Name drop. Name drop. Just have a name drop episode. Um, I think that would that would be really fun for me. <coughs> I think that's a, that's funny. Okay, we're gonna do that. That's gonna yeah. be a future episode. Yeah. Uh, everyone listening, so watch for the name drop episode. Yeah. <laughs> be really fun. I'm gonna start writing them down. Um, okay, so the last thing I want to ask is, um, 
for and we've kind of we kind of did this already, okay. but um, I'm gonna see where you're at now. Okay. So for anybody who's stuck in their bullshit right mm-hmm. now, what advice do you have for them? I, 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 I keep hearing this expression that keeps coming up over and over, and it's just two simple words. It's just be bold. Mm. Be bold. Meaning, you know, if you're holding back from something, uh, just imagine you were a little bit bolder. What would you do? Mm. Um, and that can be as simple as, uh, you know, uh, will I go up and ask this girl, buy her a drink? Right. Um, which we don't have to worry about anymore because right. we're married. Thank goodness. Or is it be bold as in, hey, ask, uh, go set up a meeting with that investor yeah. or go rent that office space that you're going to turn into a studio in Houston <laughs> or ask, you know, ask for advice or just go, just be, or even if you do get the studio space, like, well, let's, how am I going to, how are how am I going to make this look? And it's like, well, be bold about it. Right. And the, it keeps coming up over and over, and it's pretty good advice. I like that. It's one that I th- I wish I had a lot earlier in life, but... Hey, it worked out, though, yeah. I think. Yeah, for sure. You so make shirts. Yeah. But I, I feel my, I find myself just r- asking for stuff. Yeah. And all, a lot of the times it's been happening. Yeah. Yeah, just these crazy things that, you, you, that people are like, that's... They're, what, you're, you can't ask for that. They're never going to give that to you. And then it, and then they do. There are zero people I asked to be on this podcast who said no. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. And I was worried. Yeah. I think, yeah, my favorite expression is uh, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Absolutely. So just ask. But me. it does, I will say, it feels really vulnerable and horrible to it send does. those messages and then be like waiting. Yeah. And I know. And it's always people. waiting. They never, I mean, rarely do you get an answer back like within 24 hours. No. I mean, some people did because they're like friends of mine. Sure. But like uh, others, you know, they're busy. Yeah. Especially if they've like seen the message and then it's like, right. they saw it. But like I see lots of stuff and go, okay, I'll answer yeah. that later. Oh, yeah. Constantly. I mean, all the time. Constantly. So I have to like remind myself of that. Yeah. But it is like freaking nerve-wracking yeah. to make requests and yeah, to ask for people sure. for things but like it's the only way you get anything yeah just yeah just ask and i know it's yeah it's tough you know asking for money is really hard um yes even if you deserve it sometimes yeah if it's it's tough and asking for busy people's time right yeah although right now people shouldn't be that busy right now i so. mean some of the people i asked just have big projects going yeah, on that's, you know well, like that's, they're they're hustling yeah that's and they good don't for have time them. but they're like oh i can do it in january oh yeah. i can do it in march and they're really awesome guests i mean like i'm excited about every single person that said yes for this and so i'm just jazzed that i get to just you know talk to people yeah so thanks for you said to me at that shore hustle networking event you were like you got to get back in the podcast studio that is actually what had me think maybe you know i I just missed you being in here really (laughs) but i you i mean you've got great messages you motivate people you inspire people people you post you know when you're posting either whether it's an insta story or um, you you banging on plastic cups, <laughs> or whatever. It's inspiring. I think people see that as like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I want to I want to live a life. I want to live my life like that. Just having fun, but getting stuff done, and not holding back, mm. and no bullshit. No bullshit. That's right. Well, thank you so much, Ming, not only for the Absolutely. use of the studio anytime, but just for you know sharing your whole story with Absolutely. people and for the future TV show we're going to have and the book that you're going to write and all of the podcast studios you're going to open yeah. in Houston, Atlanta and Chicago. Right. More to come, but yes. And then more. And more. And more. All right. This has been Break Up With Your Bullshit with Ming Chen and me, Michelle Aiken. Thank you so much for listening and check the next episode with Stella Break Santana. Up with your bullshit. Oh.